0: So, have you done anything like this before?
1: A wellness routine? No,
0: a podcast. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've done lots of videos, like on, you know, my Facebook and that kind of uh-huh. stuff, but nope. First okay. time. All right. I'm all good.
0: Great. Any questions before we get started?
1: No. Are you... What are we... Are you, am I just kind of sharing what uh, I'm offering or yeah. you bringing up the... do you have any tips
0: so our our main focus on the podcast is mental health yes but so what i'm uh, hoping we can do tonight is uh kind of like an introduction to you and what you do okay and how what you do helps people with their mental health right okay and you know help them find the, the piece they're looking for and then uh then we'll kind of go into what you'll be offering at the Okay. Uh, retreat sure. and, and how it's, it, you're planning to help people and, and all that kind
1: okay. of thing. Okay, and you'll just kind of I'll remind me of the right. question for Oh yeah, no given. problem at all. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Okay, here we go. Well, welcome everyone to the Five Elements Letting Go. I'm Dr. Jared McCollum, and with me today is Karen Newells. And, uh, she's a practitioner of Sarawati.
1: Saraswati. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew I was going to get that wrong. It's all good. Yeah, healing. Uh, Kuan Yin, I know that. Uh, but I don't know Quan Yin Transmission, other than I would assume it's because you know, she's like the goddess of healing and women's health and Chinese medicine, maybe something like that. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Reiki Master, all kinds of stuff. And now I've heard of you in the community for since I've been here. So 15 plus years, you've been involved as a, you know, a source of knowledge and healing. <laughs> she's just nodding i'm smiling. just
1: smiling <laughs> like i'm reflecting on my journey yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: i know I, I i i shouldn't talk about that many years It makes us sound old no i know we
1: should be really wise by now right
0: yeah. but so now you're trained in many fields yes. and yeah and so do you do uh you know maybe talk to us about what you do how you use in your practice is it a combination do you use different things depending on what the patient needs
1: Um I I yeah I've done many modalities you know I kind of started off with reiki I found that was really beneficial as part of my heart opening
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um and I just kept diving in deeper So now I love to just focus on um what I find benefits the most joy in my heart to help people, um, which is the Saraswati healing and the Kuan Yin transmission. Um, it's just really working on deep levels, um, on our soul level of, how can I even explain it? Just feeling really nourished, unconditional loved. Um, uh, I'm trying to even try to think how I could explain it because it's, Really helping us, or how I love to empower people is helping them express their own authentic voice. So that's what I love about teaching. And um, I mean, a lot of the Sarah's Body Healing brought me a lot of uh, creativity and expression through my own own way, I guess I could say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where I'm like working, diving deeper with Archangel Metatron. There's just so much inside of us, and I find that's just an incredible space to be. So that's how I like to help others um, really be true to their own voice, uh, to feel empowered, you know, whatever it is that they need. So um, that's how I kind of would describe it. And like the Kuan Yin transmission as well is uh, working actually with the five enlightened mothers. So it's Kuan Yin, Isis, Tara, Mother Mary, and Kali Ma. Uh, and we work in the hamsa of the cosmic madonna so it's extremely moving so i definitely love to work a lot with the divine feminine energy which mm-hmm. is sarah's body healing as well except we work with the angels ascended masters psychotices. um and they're just all different depths of different kind of healing modalities so it just depends what someone is needing
0: okay yeah. so and again this is my limited understanding of all of this so i'm going to try to be the learner so others can hear now i understand like when i with reiki from my perspective as a doctor chinese medicine you know the closest relationship would be qigong right and so in qigong there's uh you know the qigong exercises to build qi and yin and yang and kind of build your center and your your strength and power and move the Qi. And then there's the other aspect of it, which is the um, healing with Qi. And so the idea that the Qigong practitioner is, uh, and, and of course, some think of it the idea is they're using their Qi to heal someone, yes. which I always think is the not the best way to do it as a practitioner right. yes. because you're gonna drain yourself, you're gonna make yourself sick, yes. and yeah. you're gonna have all these issues because, you know. We are we have limits on our energy, at the, at the, in the in the moment, right? Whereas if we're a conduit, yes. for healing and yes. qi, because yeah. again this idea is qi is everywhere; <laughs> it's all living things It surrounds us. But if we're stuck, if we're stagnant, if thing if we're not open to receive qi, then it can't heal us and balance us and energize us. So a practitioner of qigong then uh, would use. Um, you know whether through the palm of the hands or whatever sometimes touching sometimes not touching to direct and be a conduit of that chi to that person so i always looked at reiki as you know just a a japanese western eye you know kind of extension of that qigong healing um where you're you know, again, they have different terms and different explanations, but basically every culture has this type of healing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, now, the extension of that into, you know, working with the divine feminine energy is that, is that you connecting yourself to that energy and kind of trying to be a conduit for that energy? Or is it them working their energy and spirit working through you? I, help me understand this. Yeah, it sounds interesting
1: so um we can start with reiki mm-hmm. right it's definitely you know it's a beautiful healing modality i like i love all healing modalities i feel like they all have like a um a really unified i think it's all like a branch off of something honestly mm-hmm. and authentically um so for an example working with um the Kuan Yin transmission we are working with more of the divine feminine the divine mother so it is like a very deep extension of your own soul's growth, is how I'd explain it. So, um, you know, the five enlightened mothers, they move through you. So the Kuan Yin transmission, um, it's just very individual for everybody. It's very different how people experience. Um, I would hold the energy, uh, you know, there's certain keys, uh, the elements. There's an element with each, there's five elements. They all have a different element as well that we work with. And, um, it's just connecting us deep down into the earth and the, you know, the five and late mothers, you know, they're, they're kind of an extension. They're just an extension of our soul's growth. There, there's, it's just really allowing yourself to be embodied by it. So I wouldn't consider myself like being like, I guess you are like a conduit or a channel, but, you know, I, I hold the space, you know, I bring them in. And again, I let the universe do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and similar with uh healing, um, there are many different modalities within Saraswati healing. It's a healing modality that was created and divinely channeled by Elena Fairchild. I don't know if you have any of her Oracle um, decks or her books, just mm-hmm. a lot. She's very a rare. Uh, I want to call her a really rare, authentic, um, beautiful alchemist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, she's just really dived deep into her own heart. Um, so that's how she's created Sarah's Body Healing through a lot of her um, oracle decks and books. So we work, for an example, we work with the crystal angels, but you're kind of held in a really, it's a lot of alchemy. So it's, I could describe it as, um, like we're being held, like imagine us being the salad and we're being held in a container. Like mm-hmm. our, So it's twice as beneficial as just working with an oracle card. Um And then we're kind of guided through a beautiful sacred template. And um, it is, I can't explain it because it's different for everyone, but Mm -hmm. I find it really helps support any soul that chooses to receive it. Mm -hmm. So it's different than something like Reiki, but you know, similar how if you've had Reiki or energy work done, right, it might bring more Mm -hmm. self-awareness. This is a connection between um, the divine power of heaven and earth. Um, So it's, I just find it extremely beneficial for spiritual growth, right? So a lot of karmic release can happen and it doesn't necessarily happen in the session, right? Sometimes the integration, there's an integration process, there's a healing process. Um, Sometimes it can take months um, because there's always a divine order, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? And, and that's part of, you know, really trusting in that perfect time and in the perfect ways, how, how I would describe even so much the Kuan Yin transmission you know many times I've sat in that beautiful um, I call it the cosmic Madonna and you know we're connecting to Venus and it's just a beautiful space to be in but it can be extremely moving and very badass <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not it's not easy to go it just really helps you go deep into your heart okay. so um, just a yeah yeah
0: you know, one of my favorite quotes is an alchemist turns everything into love yes. And so and really, if we're in that state of, you know, feeling loved and supported yeah. and contented and understood, then we open ourselves up, yes. right yeah. to trust and to heal and to yes. kind of move on. And so it sounds to me like you're creating this space or this bubble of, yes. of love and light and support and just maintaining that until they're strong enough or prepared to open up and receive yes. that yeah. healing or that path. Some it may yeah. take moments, yes. others yeah, it may take Yeah, and months.
1: sometimes it's like Sarah's body herself. The reason why it's called Sarah's body healing, um, she just kind of, she's the expression of the whole modality. Like the goddess Sarah's body is known as the creative goddess of music, of dance. Um, she just lives and breathes and everything. Um, poetry, like everything that we just love to express ourselves with mm-hmm. um, authentically. So um, it is, it's it's a beautiful sacred space to be in. It is filled with unconditional love because even for me, um, I do not, divi- I don't give any um, uh, divine channeling, like I can very strongly divine channel, but in those sacred sessions, the universe does all the work. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just so purified right so the soul itself or who's ever receiving the healing it's just individual for each soul and i love that and it can be completely different in the whole entire room like you know and, and that's about i call it sarah's body you know really helps us with our own song our own tune mm-hmm. you know we can create harmony our voices don't have to be the same we don't have to have the same beliefs yeah. you know it's it's so gorgeous in the heart to, mm-hmm. to feel i don't that has helped me yeah Hugely, and I see that, um, and love people unconditionally, regardless if I would even agree with them, mm-hmm. because I get it's their soul's growth, yeah, and that's their purpose or their. It's just enlightening to see something like that happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, you know, again, I was raised a very strict Mormon growing up, and basically anything outside of that was, you know to lead us astray or, <laughs> yes. you know, evil or whatever you want to say. And, um, as I, you know, left that, then I kind of went to the other extreme, Yeah. you know, um, I'm still some form of atheist, but, <laughs> uh, the, what I came out from all of that, you know, that transition, kind of coming back to it, um, a while back, I read a book called "Recapture the Rapture." Have you heard of this one? No, no. And, and the author, he's a um, you know a, a researcher and biohacker and you know all these other things. But the stuff he is talking about, it, particularly when we deal with uh, you know faith and belief and the gods or whatever, that for millions of years. You know, humans have evolved continually with this one form or another, that belief system shifts and changes, the gods change, you know, people bring on another story. But in the last 50, 70 years, a lot of us have been casting that aside. Mm -hmm. And what he said, what he shares in the story is that, you know, logically, we think this makes a lot of sense. Because, well, if it's just, if it's not, not real or if it's not there, there's no proof, why should I even, you know, touch on that? But he's saying that we're doing ourselves a disservice because, you know, our genetics, our development as, as humans is so deeply connected to story and to lore and belief and, yeah. you know, all of these things. And when we cast that aside... We're ignoring and betraying a big part of our evolution mm-hmm. and how we work, yes, and that how our brains have developed and how they connect with one another. And whether that's you know through religion or through um you know a number of practices that we use to connect ourselves and allow us to have awe and mm-hmm. wonder mm-hmm. and. Magic, Mm -hmm. whatever terms you want to use, uh, when we ignore that part of who we are, we are we're stunting our development, you know, physically, mentally and spiritually. And so it's about, you know, using different aspects in our lives to recapture that energy and and that spirit. And he's like, it doesn't mean you have to go back and believe the things you did before or to... You know, anything, but you know, I find it really interesting, you know, everyone wants to find the one true faith or the one true path, but there isn't one. No. But that story and that energy and that that wonder and you know uh vastness of you know, any belief system gives you something to hold on to and to kind of connect and direct yourself. how do you feel about that? Is this all <laughs> just, uh, is it too much? Is it?
1: No, I love It's like this. I'm reflecting off of it because it. um, how can I describe that? I like, to me, it feels like such a deep wound on the human collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's the vastness, that spaciousness, that's kind of working with, um, the goddess Kali. That's why I love the, the Kuan Yin transmission too, as well. Um, because she kind of creates, well, you know, she can create a lot of disaster in the world, but she's, uh, she is the most beautiful divine goddess that helps go in, you know, to that wound, right? Um, just to create the alchemy needed um, to release suffering, right? Illusion, confusion, anything logical, like throw that out the door, <laughs> and that's what I really find with. Um, that's really beneficial um, how I would describe uh, what I've experienced and, you know, the healing that I love to offer um, is is really being in that space of uncertainty um, and not even really, you know, if I, like, I don't know how I could describe that. I'm like, I'm reflecting off my own life. And I find what's important is not just to reflect off my own life because every, everyone's journey is different. Um, but... Um, just to heal that vastness, um, it's, I really liked how you described that. Um, it's a wound in the earth is what I mm-hmm. really feel it to be. Um, and then so trusting, like, let's say in the universe or, you know, however people want to pray their faith, you know, however, whatever that is, maybe it's their purpose, mm-hmm. right? Um, to me, it's diving deeper into my heart. Right? Yeah. Where do I feel that rejection? Why do I feel this way? Um, and just recognize it within myself, which mm-hmm. I know benefits all spiritual beings. Um, and trying not to get in a trap of the human collective <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, right? I call it disconnecting from mass consciousness mm-hmm. um, and just kind of letting it play out, mm-hmm. right? Surrendering, letting go. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. Right. And that book sounds amazing because it's, you know, it it makes me really feel even um, to have more compassion for souls, including myself and, and, you know, our world, you know, how scary it can be to go inside and heal. Mm -hmm. Um, But to know it is so safe, you know, and and what you can discover, you know, is just such a beautiful light in your heart. And uh, it can just bring. It might just bring that faith out of that person or whatever they need. Purpose, creativity, mm-hmm. happiness, right? Yeah. Like, just happiness and laughter and love. Like, it doesn't have to have a, an attachment to it. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah.
0: And that's why it's so, you know, as I've been interviewing all these different practitioners and all these different paths and tools, I think the reason why there is so much variety in yeah. healing is because some people they're drawn to certain paths yep. they're drawn to certain energy they're drawn to certain stories and some people they want the, the story Sometimes is more important than the healing <laughs> yeah <laughs> because yeah. it gives them something to hold on to something to kind of help them understand the universe and uh help them see their place in it yeah you know um you know, but I think I think the foundation, though, that we have to recognize in all of them, that is, you know, I when when people go to, well, you know, all religions say just treat each other as you want to be treated, and they say that's the connecting thing of all. And I'm like, no one listens to that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be it, because no one does that. <laughs> it might be in their tenets of their faith or their beliefs, but they don't do it. So that we can't rely on that one. It makes sense. Yes, but the issue—it's is, logical. Yeah, <laughs> but the the issue is—is is, again, I've I read another book, interesting, called uh, uh, "Against Empathy." Okay. And the whole, you know, proposal behind the book is the problem with empathy is it's too centered on um, my group, my people, my thing, and empathy is very manipulative on us in that we will you know, do anything and give a ton of money for that one kid that falls down the well. But when it's, you know, a whole country or a whole people or missing and, uh, and murdered indigenous women, you know, like that's a lot, mm-hmm. but you give us one family or one person and empathy gives us that ability to connect and do something. But the problem is now we're making all our decisions on what's happening in the moment and what's the, Thing on the news and what's th- so there's no sustained decision making and in choices to make the wise choices for all of us right and so he uh he's a, he's a psychologist that you know teaches and all this but he says you know the you know the, the connecting thing with all you know healers and great meditators and everything it's not love that they meditate on and you know it's compassion mm-hmm. and is so the difference between compassion and empathy is empathy you want to get right in there feel it and understand it and be a part of it and you know show your care where compassion is just holding that space loving them being patient and allowing them to heal themselves so, you know yes you know yes. and so and make sure the supports are there so they can move on mm-hmm. and you know we can see in our own world right now with what's happening with the planet and everything else that we're making all these short-term choices mm-hmm. on whatever the in-vogue thing is that's on Facebook and the news rather than, oh, we better make some pretty big decisions here to help everyone. Yes. And, yeah. you know, but just this, that, that, that concept of uh, holding that space for the patient because, you know, it's interesting, you know, patients that come in my clinic, you know, 90% get better. But there's those that either... This isn't the right path for them. It's not the right time because yeah. they're still holding on to stuff or they're still, in. you know, uh, um, I really do think there's times where people have a bit of their pain and their illness becomes their faith in their story. They know everything about it. They've written a book on it. They lead a group on Facebook. They have all these answers and it becomes who they are. Well, how do you heal now? How do you let go when you've allowed that illness to define you, right. to become a big part of who you are? So, you, yeah, I can see there's something there. <laughs> go ahead.
1: how badass do you want me to get (laughs) yeah let's do it this is an explicit
0: podcast you can say whatever the fuck you want
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i just love the soul's growth that you shared with me i could see it in your eyes um it is uh oh i don't know how could i oh i'm going to talk about um spiritual growth of a soul who who walks the earth um, may not even know that they're awakened. Um, and what I've, you know, this is actually, like I offer angelic mediumship as well. I didn't know if I shared that with you, but um, that was kind of a purpose that grew through me through Sarah's body healing. I've, I've dived into mediumship like um, a long time ago when I first started with Reiki and stuff, but I didn't quite, like my vibe wasn't there. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to do that. Uh, but I lost my father in May, and he was 78, he wasn't quite 79. And that was a traumatic, like a, an insane, <laughs> I'm going to call it the Quan Yin transmission moving through me very fiercely, because it was a little chaos when we go through stuff like that, right? And to face something um, that I, I haven't, haven't um, experienced yet. And just, I mean, the timing, how, but it, you know what benefited my father's growth? was this was incredible movement so I, I this is how i will describe like sarah's body healing all about how it's been beneficial for my own heart and this is a reflection of my own journey so i always say authentically if it's not true to someone else that's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me yeah. they don't because i really honor every song that is sung on this earth mm-hmm. um but his growth was substantial in his deathbed and uh it was hard to see him Uh, It was very unexpected, Um, but there was such a huge purpose there, and why I describe it that way, um, you know, my dad was not a very kind, loving person on this earth. Uh, He was my my dad, you know, like our father, you know, just gorgeous, loving, but he wasn't. His -hmm. purpose in this lifetime was to shame people. He had aggression. He wasn't at all open to... oh, He always would support me, like, oh, my daughter's teaching Reiki. like He would tell that to his coffee friends and stuff. But he he didn't know much about me, but he obviously Mm -hmm. believed in me. Um, But I found that deep, unconditional loving compassion to see the growth of my father, someone who benefited so deeply by being the soul he was on this earth. So that was extremely enlightening for me to see um and that is something um the angels and my father uh, shared with me after he passed but I experienced it as he was going through it was massive growth through grief and so I just find there's such clarity in the heart of every soul that's how I would describe it I love that you know um it's just, you know, we can, like you said, the empathy and, you know, it's, it's just being so courageous to, um, maybe it's just let go of a soul's, um, I don't know, they're always being shown the way that's what i've seen. Mm-hmm. so i find that to be even more expansive and where you like we have to be discerning. it doesn't mean it's okay that people are who they are yeah. <laughs> and they come, you know, whatever, you know, they're they're not really shifting on this earth and we just step back, right? you hold their space. Mm-hmm. um but there's incredible growth with every soul on this earth. i found that to be such a, a strong purpose even for the light work that we do. Mm-hmm. um so that was really shown to me, which i thought um brought a lot of harmony even to my own heart. And um, just being with that, I know, is a ripple effect with mm-hmm. our earth. Because mm-hmm. when we talk about unconditional love, right, I, I that presence of unconditional love or being held like in the Crystal Angels template that I'm offering at the retreat, mm-hmm. that's what, what I felt guided. Um, it is so nourishing for the soul, and it just benefits every soul on this earth, even through our own hearts, like if you were to receive it. It just, it's a ripple effect. I mean, like any work that we do is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that to be such, um, it's just harmony in the heart. And we're always searching for that. Mm-hmm. Like we're always searching for the light. Every yeah. soul is, however they find it. But my dad just, you know, completely, um, the way, I mean, he sh- like I i saw how he left and all that. He, and he went through so much growth on that deathbed. It was beautiful. Like I, And I mean that, in a very unconditional loving way. It Mm -hmm. wasn't easy, but it gave me a lot of, well, there's my hope and faith that our world is okay and all is well. Right. And we're just diving deeper into um, what we're meant to do here. Mm -hmm.
0: It's interesting. The second person I've talked to in the last month or so that shared a similar story with their father passing, this, this one uh, lady was estranged from her father for many years. And then uh, he knew he was dying. He knew it was terminal within a couple of months. Then he contacts her. <laughs> and oh, yeah. basically she chose to drop her ego and go in and basically, you know, took care of everything. Mm-hmm. Got him in hospice, got his household, took care. All the, did all this for weeks and weeks and weeks, ton of energy to get it all set up so he could go. And despite where he was in his past and how he treated her, she hadn't seen him for a decade or whatever. Um, she too saw, you know, those mom- those last few days, just this this growth, and change. Yeah. And I, I whether that something the veil is thinning or just this understanding that this is coming, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, a lot of people think it's weird that I have so many skulls in my office, but <laughs> I, I mean, love it. Death- that reminds me of Kali. <laughs> yeah, because death. <laughs> is something that we should continually think about yeah. because death is the thing that unites us all just as birth does, but yeah. it, that it's, and you know, when it comes, we will no longer be separate. And, you know, I think that's the thing that, you know, you keep talking about making space and receiving mm-hmm. and all this. And of course, being the doctor of Chinese medicine, I'm a big Taoist and the ideas of, you know, uh, Uh, wu-wei and emptiness and all of that and when you think of how we you know heal and grow and feel connected it's when we are empty yes and some people have a hard time to understand what this means but it's when you have ego and you're out to please yourself and get your comfort, and being right, and having all the answers, and all that bullshit, you're filled, right to the brim. Yeah, there's no open space. And so you can't receive anything, and you can't heal, and you can't let go, because you're grasping onto all of this stuff that you have decided uh, makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is the stuff that they continually talk about in Taoism, and Zen, and so on, And just about every faith, they said, you know, it's not about you. And if, because ego isn't real, you know, it's what we do through our actions. But when we can let go of that and, you know, realize that we're not separate, that we're Mm -hmm. not singular, uh, Spirits or souls, or whatever, that we are connected to all these things, whether it's Kuan Yin or yes, Cal, yeah, or all this, to, yeah. all of that is us. It's just another expression, understanding, explanation, and story to help us connect with that. Yes. And, you know, to me, it's, you know, I hear a lot, um, especially right now, everyone's always about who's right, who's wrong, who's righteous, who's evil. And to me, I don't think those concepts exist. I think of more of balance and imbalance. Yeah. And when yeah. we're when we're born, we're not sinful. We're balanced. You see young children, how they yeah. connect and communicate and work with one another, they're balanced. Mm-hmm. And then we teach them all this imbalanced bullshit <laughs> and we ruin kids. And then they think they're separate. And they think yeah. that yeah. you know they have these emotions they, they could be controlled by and that things are supposed to be a certain way. And if it's not done this way, it's wrong and yeah. all of this and all that mess and noise and clutter, it m- separates us from everyone. And that's when we feel lost and disconnected yeah. and, and just buzzing full of thoughts and everyone else's descriptions mm-hmm. and all that stuff of what we're supposed to do. And that's, that uh that disconnect and that loneliness that we create with our ego and with their choices leads to that imbalance which leads to illness and poor choices and yes. harm and yeah. greed and and so on yes. does that you know fit what? with or how does that fit in with your uh
1: with what understanding yeah oh yeah that's so bad or am i just saying a bunch I of bullshit it. no yeah, <laughs> You know what, so Kuan Yan, you can resonate with her, that beautiful Buddha of compassion, uh, or Sarasvati, I'll describe with Sarah's mm-hmm. body because sometimes, you know, Kuan Yan will manifest as Tara, Sarasvati, like it's the Divine, Divine Mother um, expressing our own um, tune. Uh, I felt like a lot of that, I mean, what is beneficial, how can I say that? Illness, so what would be beneficial of illness, right? Can we go deep into um, what brought on the illness, right? I, I. I. It's huge work, like it's generational, it's ancestral, mm-hmm. you know, and we're breaking those patterns in this lifetime, like everybody is mm-hmm. here on this earth, right? We're eventually evolving kind of as a human collective. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our, our soul's growth is... I always call it being with what is. Acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually one of the crystal angels, um, crystal or the angel Aniel, and oh, what is the crystal angel of it? I guess it'll maybe come to mind, but um, and that's gorgeous intervention for the soul. Um, it might just release those wounds, right? Um, it might release temptation. Um, might release some of the ego, mm-hmm. right? But a lot, like a lot of it's that past life trauma, you know, and I see it. I've seen it in growth. And the one beautiful, beneficial message even um, that my father shared with me since he passed and, and, and I was working through, you know, working through, always working through something like it's mm-hmm. like, like, what's this suffering about? Is it mine? Is it not? It's mm-hmm. like this sorrow and, you know, I'm angry and you're know, like, why did that trigger me? And I always like to go in and be like, okay, like let's move this. Like I want space. Mm. <laughs> like, is this mine? Yeah. Right? I no longer want to feel this way. And my father shared with me, you need to let go of my anger. Right? And mm-hmm. he's already passed. You know, which is which makes sense as us as children, you know, we're grown up with this. But I mean, his my father's anger has really benefited me in this lifetime, right? It brought the light to me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I describe it. So it's not easy to see our life path it's not easy to see other like it is hard and we need that discernment mm-hmm. but you know it's um i don't know how else i could describe it an illness too it's my mother suffers with an illness she's parkinson's mm-hmm. and but it's part of her path in this mm-hmm. lifetime yeah. something i accept but it's how her soul's growing mm-hmm. so it has detached me from her pain so that is also beneficial for us, like, you know, not to, uh, I don't know, that's just really benefited, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but I mean, that's why, you know, we do this beautiful work that we do and people come or we wanted to heal and, you know, all our shit comes out. and But it's so beneficial, mm-hmm. you know, and it's unconditional love there. It's nothing to be even afraid of. Yeah. Um, and it does, you know, I know it's benefited a lot of my ancestral um lineage right Mm -hmm. which is moving forward you know with my children and accepting seeing their paths and their beliefs right now and it's like oh my god i don't like that right now (laughs) it's like teenagers Uh university student it's like (laughs) where did my little children go (laughs) but i'm just like their souls growing oh and sometimes i have to be discerning but a lot of it is surrender and know that they're on their path
0: yeah well that fits into the idea that you know, again, we all can't be perfectly healthy. No. We can't all be perfectly mentally balanced and have, you know, like maybe someday the human race will meet utopia and we'll uh. be able to provide that balance. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, again, like I like the Latin phrase, amor fati, which is love your fate. Mm, and nice. within Taoism, there's this the idea that, you know, You know, the the Tao is like a a lazy river. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to just sit back and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But we want to dig our own channel. We want to force force a path and make it so much more difficult. And when we do that, we always end up in the wrong direction and we cause problems. And, you know, maybe my path is this, you know, this one illness I'm dealing with. Okay. But... Do I have to suffer in this illness? You know, I may suffer physically, but do I have to suffer spiritually? You know, I may suffer mentally, but do I have to suffer in every aspect? No, you don't. And when we can accept that path for us and, and, Mm -hmm. and where we're going, it makes it lighter. It makes it easier. And, you know, there's always that temptation when patients come, you know, come in that you want to fix them. You want everyone yes, to be completely I healthy. Know, we do. <laughs> but it's that understanding of, okay. You know, so I look at it as I don't heal. No, um, no I am the thing that's here to help remind your body what to do and to connect yes. you to that healing. Yes. And if if it's, you know, the your path and the timing and everything's yeah. right, it's all gonna line up. And it's yes. all going to work out great. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you know, it's not like I'm taking responsibility away from myself. I do all I can. But then I don't have this expectation and this need to control the situation. Nope. Because if I bring that energy into the experience, I'm adding to their. You are. That imbalance, <laughs> yes. too.
1: Yes. Yeah. I totally, <laughs> I have learned that. <laughs> no attachment. No expectation. Yeah. And. You know, one thing the universe always says to me, like, you know, for example, if someone had an illness, they do have free will Mm -hmm. and they do have a choice. And, you know, um, or what may benefit them the most, right? Prayer could be even if they are a very religious person, like where whatever takes them to the light, right? Mm -hmm. However they pray, whether it's through meditation or, you know, Buddhism, whatever it is, I think that is gorgeous, you know, but to ask. You know, ask daily, mm-hmm. right? Ascended masters, like you know, they resonate with uh, the number three, like three, three, three. Are always ascended masters. So Quan Yin is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially when you see those numbers, it's you know, it's like those are the ascended masters speaking to you, and it's like ascended masters, please help me, thank you. You know, and they clear a lot of shit out of our mm-hmm. energy fields. They can really help, like get rid of like um, the heaviness, the karmic. You know, and. You know, just unwanted energies. It's like spiritually cleansing. They're beautiful to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just so filled with that unconditional love. So we do have a choice. Like, yeah. we do have the choice mm-hmm. to, to, you know, use our voice yeah. in this lifetime. And uh, that's strong, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing we're not used to using. And I just wrote about authentic voice. And, you know, it's not always about um, what we say, it's it's also a realization of just what we do.
0: Oh, far so more. much, so much more than that. I know. You a know lot of it's people are saying just... a lot of things out there, but uh, yeah. they're not following through with it, yes. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think some of that is that confusion of you know, you want to know, you want to help, but if there's a barrier to helping or there's not the tools available, because our system is not set up to truly help people. You know, we. We have a very, when our whole system is based off, you know, greed and continual growth at the expense of the planet and everyone else, Yeah, how on earth can we really be there to help and heal everyone else, you know, in in, in an easier place? Because we're constantly battling Mm -hmm. that viewpoint that is the center of everything, you know. Business, school, sports, everything's competition, yes. me first, all of this. It is such a part of us. It's its infiltrated many religions where now it's all about success. And if you love Jesus enough, you'll have millions of dollars on a jet plane and all this <laughs> stuff. And it just gets in the way of true connection and community. Yes, it yeah.
1: does. Yeah. yeah. But
0: as you're speaking of, you know, finding your voice, using that voice, how are... So, Please share this. How you're using your voice at the retreat to... Like, what's your presentation on that day?
1: Um,
0: Are you doing more than one?
1: No, I'm just doing one. one? I'm just doing one. Uh, So it is... uh, I'll give you an example. Um, So we'll be working with a crystal angels um, 444. So we actually work, like, with an angel. And there's a crystal angel also associated with that. And then we have the vibration of 444. So I like to... It's just extremely, I always say it's very extremely magical. <laughs> but um, we're just held in a really beautiful template. Uh, we bring in quite a few of the archangels. And then there's a specific angel. We actually work with the Crystal Mandala Oracle. It's an uh, oracle created by Elena Virgil. And um, there are 18 crystal angels. So there'll be one specifically that we work with that feels guided to come forth um so there's an integration process there's a healing process there's some words that I share that really speak um, to each soul in in the space um, and you're, we're really held in this we connect to heaven and earth it's a really beautiful space to be in and um, you know there's time for a little bit of journaling where people can set their intentions and how I would describe the crystal angels um they're just they really help us. They really help us. They are so nurturing. Um, like when I did, like this was deep work for me to do these modalities. Like it was massive transformation. <laughs> so, you know, and I mean, my soul's journey would be maybe very different than someone else. But, you know, I worked for a full month with the the crystal angels. And, you know, I've worked with angels for a long time. So I thought, oh, you know, but the, the light that was shared, um, It was so nourishing for my soul. Um, You know, things I didn't even think about, the support I needed, um, even little things. Just, I needed to be taken care of by Mm. others on my path. Like, you know, I just, it was a beautiful doorway. Um, And of course it helped connect me even deeper um, to the earth and to, I call it heaven or, you know, Mm -hmm. the universe. And um, so... That's kind of how I describe it. There may be a meditation. We might go deeper into the healing process, depending on, uh, you know, if I feel we need to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just benefit benefit for, or sorry, it's beneficial for for each soul. It might be different, of course. Um, some may describe their healing process or journey. Some may not, um, and that's all okay because it's very sacred, right? Sometimes silence is the integration, mm-hmm. and. Um, it just really benefits, it's going to benefit all hearts in that room. Um, of course, you know, I, I, there is no attachments, no conclusions, no promising energy. Mm-hmm. I really learned that, right? Just, you know, but, you know, helping to manifest, you know, whatever they really need, mm-hmm. you know, and it may benefit their entire lineage. Yeah. So, you know, that's a great way to describe it if I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and I think too, for anyone who's listening, just like, whoa, I've never heard any of this before. This is different. You know, what's going on? (laughs) But even if you don't understand all of this or where it's coming from, the idea of being in a space with, you know, a group that's there to support one another, to heal, to open up, being guided by someone that's inviting that energy in Mm -hmm. and directing and Providing that space of acceptance and love and comfort. And, you know, if you can just open yourself up to that, to, hey, I don't understand any of this, yep. but It'll still gee, burn, but... just <laughs> to be in a space with people yeah. where there's no non judgment and just support and love yeah. alone yeah. will <laughs> yes. bring healing.
1: Just even listening to the words, right? It just, yeah. you know, sometimes it just cracks open that soul a little bit. They just feel better. Yeah. Um, and it is a very safe environment. I do, it's a very protective, safe environment. So, you know, um, I do, I, I don't call it a strong boundary, but I really um, create the space and let every soul know that, you know, we just honor everyone's journey. If people share, but we're not to add to their journey, you know, you can reflect on it yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh, because that's how the soul, um, benefits the most that's like i want to find that for someone i would love for someone to find that and we kind of add to our own story about it or sh- share that mm-hmm. our own wisdom and what they should do but it, it shuts the soul down so i love that open space the vastness mm-hmm. of it yeah. um and it just really opens the hearts yeah to all well, It's cool it's yeah, super cool yeah. Not <laughs> so, super excited. yeah so
0: if someone's listening they're like i need to get to know more i need to contact you, do some one-on-one, something like that. Yeah. How, how would they find you?
1: Uh, well, my website is karennewels.com, so that's super easy, to too. Okay. And, and we
0: will link that in the description of this podcast. Oh, okay. okay. Beautiful. And you have an Instagram?
1: Yeah, I have Instagram. It's called okay. The wi- Wild Sacred uh, Divine Feminine. And uh, um, I will have actually some brochures and extra little stuff there on the table, and I'm creating an altar as well okay. so people are welcome to bring some crystals anything that they would like to put into it just to help soak into the energy while we're in the template as well mm-hmm. yeah and they can take it home of course when yeah. we're done yeah we yeah. are not going to take all our stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, no. No. <laughs>
0: yeah. well thank you so much for spending this time yeah i loved all it it, all it was this so
1: enlightening interesting yeah, yeah it was i'm sure great.
0: you know someone's gonna be listening to this and be like oh my goodness that's it's going to call to them. They're going to be like, this is my path. This is the yeah. language that fits to me and gives yeah. me, you know, uh, power and understanding. And I hope that's what you can provide for more, many more people at the, at the yeah. foothills of wellness yeah. retreat.
1: Yeah, I'm honored and excited to be part of it. And I always say, if it just speaks to their heart, just listen to that. They may not yeah. get it, but if their heart is speaking, listen. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: that's lovely. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Thank you so much yeah. for coming in. Yeah. Thanks, Jared, right. so let's, much. We'll see you there.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah.